Everyone in the office is really excited about PowerSlap joining Rumble. Iron chin. Iron chin. Ooh, it hurts. Stinks. I think it's brought us closer as a team. Hey, Wolverine, great job today, brother. Oh, Jesus! It was just a high five, dude! I performed oral sex on Barack Obama. The following day, I actually get a knock on my hotel room door in Gurney, Illinois, only to find Barack Obama standing in front of it. He had actually come back for seconds. Performed oral sex on him in the hotel room at the Comfort Inn and Suites in Gurney, Illinois. Now, Obama at that time was a state senator. I actually had no idea who he was. And then when did you find out that it, it was Barack Obama? Watching the 2004 DNC convention. Thank you very much, everybody. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks. I performed fellatio on Senator Obama in the limousine during the time Senator Obama was smoking crack cocaine. You are arrested. By the DC Police Department upon the orders of Bo Biden, Attorney General for Delaware. Apparently he had a grand jury indictment from two weeks after I went public on Obama accusing me of theft that never took place. Donald Young was the choir director in Jeremiah Wright's church in Chicago. This is the church Obama attended. Ex Ms. Rivers, how are you? You made you made a ton of news officiating the wedding in New York yesterday. Is this like a is this like a new uh, cottage uh, career move I for you? I'm so excited. Yeah. And I should do very well because I don't show. And do you think that the country will see the first the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. Uh, I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay. All right, everyone. So it's Friday night. I'm getting ready to go out. This is the look. I'm feeling kind. But before I go out, I've got a pregame. And the only way I pregame is with an ice cold Bud Light. Ugh. So good. Ah. Happy Friday. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. Now, this was going to be the other article I read at the end of the last episode, but the last episode ran a little bit long, and there was a rant before that. Anyway, we're here now. And Malik Obama tweets, then deletes claim that brother Brock is definitely gay. Now, look, I'm not here to peddle any conspiracy theory about Mike, I mean Michelle. None whatsoever. Big Michelle is a very handsome woman with a very nice, muscular physique. And I'm sure uh, there's a certain throbbing, pulsating, veiny muscle on Big Michelle Obama that has made sure Barack Obama hasn't had constipation their entire relationship. I mean, that bitch is built like Michael. God, what the fuck was that? Anyway... That bitch is built like Michael goddamn or Oh, I see what that is. Okay, that just got done updating. Sorry, folks. Unprofessional of me. But, you know, Obama's definitely heterosexual, guys. Definitely not a globo homo. Now, Malik's comments came in reaction to Brock lamenting the banning of LGBTQ plus books. Something I touched on in my last episode. Isn't it weird that he claims that these books are shaped his childhood and shaped him? Really? 
Ooh, did you just find out you were into kids a little late in life, bro? When did you meet Epstein? I'm just kind of curious. Let's continue on. From Darian Duggery. Degowry. From July 17th, 2023. Malik Obama, a well-known, the well-known half-brother of Barack Obama, caught eyeballs Monday on social media with his reaction, the reaction he gave to a post-posted letter in which the former president praised librarians and complained of the banning of certain types of books, including ones that push LGBTQ plus propaganda. Oh, yeah, Charles Barkley. Maybe I'll talk about this. It's so irrelevant, though. One infamous piece of LGBTQ plus work that has raised concerns for many school parents is, quote, Gender Queer, a memoir. A book that features numerous graphic images and depictions of a homosexual conduct. This depict uh, this despite it being written for and distributed to children. And again, a memoir claiming to be a true story. And by the way, they added the censor here. This is advertised for elementary school through junior high as early reading. Alright, that's why I didn't pull up references in the earlier episode because I, I knew this article got into it. Yeah, completely uncensored depictions of underage children receiving fellatio, being sodomized, and assaulted and groomed by adults in these books, being given to children in public schools. But Obama, either through ignorance or through evil, and there's very little difference when you have that kind of power, and I know how that sounds when I say it, but... Hmm. You know, you can only sit back and wonder... How much of it is really naivety, and how much of it is is actually genuine fucking evil? You know, we know how close he is with the Clintons. We know how close he is with tons of other people in the Epstein flight list. And to be fair, a lot of that applies to Trump as well. You know, but we have arguments and things we can point to with Trump that might clear his name. You know, depending on how you feel about the evidence, we have nothing. Declare Obama's name. And he comes out, he rarely tweets when he tweets, man. It's always some creepy shit like this. <laughs> One of the books that shaped Barack Obama's life, apparently, yeah. Today, from Obama right here, today, some of the books that shaped my life and the lives of so many others are being challenged by people who disagree with certain ideas or perspectives. A And librarians are on the front lines fighting every day to make the widest possible range of viewpoints. Opinions and so on and so forth. We read this in the last episode. If you wish to, uh, you know, again, I, I, I'll spare you all of this. Especially this is going into a compilation thing early, later on. Uh, seemingly lamenting the treatment the story has consequently received. Mainstream news outlets such as NBC News and the state-funded NPR have covered it with an angel, with an angel, funded NPR have uh, covered it with an angel, angle of it, see, dyslexia be fucking me up sometimes, don't just leave that in because it's goofy, anyway, with the angle of it being one of the most banned books in America, despite you being able to buy it on Amazon, it on pretty much any book selling website and it's available in a lot of like public libraries the real issue is they're mad that it's being removed from public school libraries where little kids are exposed to it and to which i have to ask again 
why do they want to have these conversations with kids behind the parents' backs so badly? Why? It makes no sense to me. But moving on. Last year, the Los Angeles Times published a column titled, quote, I read Genderqueer, the most banned book in America, and so should you. Malik reacted to Brock's letter on Twitter, simply commenting in a now-deleted post, quote, This man is definitely gay. <laughs> he was ostensibly reacting to Brock's musings about the so-called book bans, particularly as they pertain to the LGBTQ plus literature. From right here, Malik Obama, I follow him on Twitter. This man is definitely gay. Malik has been quite outspoken against Barack in the past, previously accusing Barack of abandoning his Kenyan family and ripping him as a cold as cold and ruthless. Quote, he got rich and became a and became a snob, Malik reportedly told the uh, New York Post, from his home in Kenya in a Kenya village of Nyang Oma Kiolo. Definitely not get that right. Quote, what I saw was he was the kind of person that wants uh, wants to want pe wants people to worship him. He needs to be worshipped, and I don't do that. I am his older brother, so I don't do that. The pair previously shared uh, a more general, uh, got it, genial relationship. Malik was the best man at Brock's wedding, per the Post. Also, reportedly, was a regular visitor of the Oval Office during the Obama presidency. Things started to sour after Brock turned his back on the people and said they were his family and refused to help them. Uh, refused to help them out during a time of dire need, according to Malik. Malik famously endorsed former President Trump in 2016. Uh, he and his half-brother Barack both share the same father, Barack Hussein Obama Sr. Absolutely. And that brings us to the end of this little ditty of an episode. And now let's let's look at this real quick, shall we? I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I got three kisses of Bud Light. Hey, and I want to say this. If you're gay, bless you. If you're transgender, bless you. Alright, look, uh, there's not really much of an episode to make of my own here, unless this leads to, like, a boycott, and then if this gets, like, a boycott effect going on, then I'll make an episode about it. But as in the meantime, I don't really see this taking off and going anywhere, but I said about the Bud Light thing initially. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I said the Bud Light thing would take off. It was the Nike thing I said wouldn't take off, and it did take off for a little bit, but... Look, he works for the all. He works for ESPN and a lot of these big major league sports, which are all deeply invested in, owned by BlackRock and other CCP-owned and invested in companies. So they're deeply in the pockets of China. They all have ESGs. He's hammered off his ass. He's also said a ton of stuff bashing Biden and shitting on the right and shitting on the left. So how much of this do I actually care about? Very little. He's a grown-ass man, and from my understanding of the situation, he's in a nightclub that only allows adults in there. And he's saying a bunch of goofy shit. Again, my problem isn't with people being gay or trans. My problem is with it being pushed and targeted towards children. Once you make it angled or slightly t at all, like you're trying to make it appeal towards kids, then you earn my ire, my disgust. 
statistics speak for themselves. If people go down a road, they tend to regret it down the line, and they end up taking their own lives or desisting. That's a topic for another fucking day. So I'm really not that concerned with an old, out-of-shape, washed-up, has been old timer in the basketball world that's gets paid to sit in an air conditioned studio next to Shaq and run his mouth about sports he no longer plays. So I'm not that held up about it. That's sort of the only thing I'm gonna say about this video. You know, I have a you know general thoughts about it. He's a goofy old fuck running his mouth about something he doesn't really know much about, trying to get a little bit of extra clout because he knows it's good for the company he works for. It'll help their ESG go up. So that's about it for that one. That being said, yeah, I absolutely agree with uh, Obama's based-ass brother here. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I shall catch you later. Deuce. Hey YouTube, what are you doing? Oh, I'm updating my content policies. Wow, that's a lot of pages. Oh yes, <laughs> what about you? I don't see you working hard on your content policies. <laughs> well, here at Rumble, we try to keep our policies as simple and consistent as possible. Our policies hasn't changed much since 2013. Huh, I changed mine today. Really, do you mind if I take a look? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Oh wait, one more. <laughs> This is a new one. Thank you, I'll block off my schedule. It's a real page turner. Oh, page 94 is my personal favorite. Okay, can't wait. Honestly, YouTube, this is too much to read. Ah, ah, my pages! Sorry. Ah!